swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Treadmill a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! Right then, welcome back once again to This is Tramia, the unofficial, official voice of Tramia. Or is that Jake Keogh, Paul, who isn't here? Well, we did call him the official, unofficial voice or something. He's well, the, official, the official voice he, of, the of the unofficial, unofficial podcast, podcast. And he's not here. But um, Couldn't be bothered. His, his voice wasn't, um, wasn't forthcoming. Couldn't be bothered, mate. That was his problem. So, uh, he could not be bothered. Couldn't be bothered. I'm Too cold. Messages. Uh, Too cold. Still no message. Unbelievable. Unprofessional. <laughs> Who do you think he is? Giorgio Callahan. <laughs> Who else has done a runner on this club and just not turned up? Carlos Tevez. Ian Goodison. Goodison would never do that. Okay, he didn't turn up for pre-season training, but we don't care. <laughs> uh, I am Matt Hibbert, um, voice of the voiceless. I was going to say there, but that's Jake Keogh, isn't it? Or just voiceless. Um, and we're here with the October edition of this is Tramia, yeah, two days before the end of the month. It's good, though. that's the whole point, we're getting it's it on done. on time. Yeah, it's a Halloween special. <laughs> I don't know what that means, it's just like, you want to talk about spooky moments or spooky... Yeah, not, not, not that I can think of any, but I did, I did ask... Relegation, me. that was spooky. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. In a year. Yeah. Great times. But we've got loads well, to talk about. We're going to talk about. about that as well. Yeah, we'll get to that. And we've also, we're also going to be drawing the winner... Of the Golden Balls competition. He looks at Robert Golden Balls competition. Is that what he's called it? Yeah, we had Golden Balls. Okay. Nothing, not so affiliated with the quiz can, show. Can I just ITV. ask yep. why we've got a woolly hat and a load of paper? Surely we should have some Golden Balls. Well, I genuinely spoke about it with him earlier and he said he's been trying to get a Tombola and I've been trying to get my hands on a Tombola for a long time. They're quite expensive. I remember when we located the one in Tramia, remember? Yeah, and I wanted just to, stole it. I wanted to, and Paul, you were the voice of reason. You were like, do not steal a Tombola. How are you going to do the equaliser? Yeah, little did I know I was going to leave soon after. Yeah, if you'd have known. <laughs> so we all know if you haven't got a Tombola, you use a hat or put the balls in the hat. I'm sure if the, or you get that machine the FA used for the FA Cup draw, which is like a, it's I don't a know. It's a big bowl. It's a spherical bowl, but with the top cut off with a, like, uh, some like, up. yeah, so, and you put your, hat, put your hand through like um a curtained little gap. Yeah, yeah. We can't get one of them. So a hat will so do, won't it? got a woolly hat. Yeah, it's so a very nice hat, by the way. It is, yeah. And I, I you know, presume uh, I'll be blue, keeping it. Looks of a ball. We'll be... So it's authentic merch. Yeah, it is. Go and check it all out. It's, was it um, Looks at Rebo? Well, go and follow them on, on Twitter. Yeah, I have no idea what... Facebook, Looks at Rebo. L-U-X-E-T-R-O-B-U-R, if you don't know how to spell it. Our Latin motto, I believe, Paul. And what does it mean? Light and faith. Light and faith. Where there is faith, there is light and strength. Or is it where there is light, there is... Or light and strength. Yeah, Get in touch if you know what we're talking about, because yeah. we don't. Anyway. We've got a lot to talk about here in the, the October edition. We've, it's been... It's been a very good month, really, hasn't it? Yeah. 
I mean, there's, there was the um, there was Tuesday night last Tuesday night Forest Green, but we'll get to that. Should we go through the games? We played six games. Let's let's do an overview. Let's not go through every single minute of every game. Well, I thought that's what we do in the season review. <laughs> was the Macclesfield game in October? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. October, yeah, middle of October. Was he? Yeah. Was it that? Oh, yeah, it was. Morecambe was the week before, wasn't it? The Morecambe game was just a couple of days after we last recorded, whenever that was. Oh, yeah. I was Bloody hell, was it that long ago? Yeah. Like three weeks. What a day that Well, let's start with that. What a day at the office that was, Morecambe. Yeah. The day when we managed to score without Mr. Norwood. Yeah, well, Gilmore, of course, yeah, because Gilmore had just won us the Lincoln game, hadn't he, the day before we recorded, hadn't he? Hadn't he? We just beaten Lincoln. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Either a way, vague recollection of what happened. Yeah. So we are into we, a, a Red Bull, a Red Stripe, by the way. Yeah. So. We went to Morecambe, and I, I'd never been. I didn't go to the previous league meeting between us. The nil nil, <laughs> which I heard was an absolute a cracking game. Yeah, I imagine the weather and was it nice. Was so warm in January, in, like the first week of January in 2015. So. And my girlfriend, she's never been to an away. So I just, I haven't like started coming this, like last season to Trammy with me. And she drove. That was, that was nice of her. Yeah. And we hadn't slept. Like, not for them reasons, trust me. Um, just one of them sleep patterns all over the shop. So, and I tried to explain, I was like, look, the aways, great, it'll be a great atmosphere. We've sold out the terrace behind the goal, but don't expect anything on the pitch. Because, you know, it's years, isn't it, that we're used to... Big big away following, Trammy Rovers flap it, pretty much. And we had a go at flapping it. Yeah, we nearly did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but... we, did, we did so well to get into a nice position and then did really well to... Should have been four or five one at that point. I'm going to say it, fuck it up. Yeah, we fucked it right um... up. In the space of like 10 minutes as well, like usual. Yeah. And it's one of them where you concede one, you know that like the defence is going to flap and concede another one. They, it was a weird game. It was such a wide open game. It was bizarre, it, wasn't it? It was, from the moment we kicked for, off. Can I just say, not for one minute during that game did I ever think they were going to score. Didn't you? And they scored three times. I I thought they looked dangerous for some reason. It was weird. I didn't, th- I didn't think whatsoever. Well, lucky we ended up being right. Me. Well. Again, as usual. Well, it was... From the moment he kicked off, they were just like giving Johnny Smith the freedom of the ground, which is a weird thing to do, isn't it? A pacey yeah. winger. He's Zou- actually very good. Yeah, he is a very good player. And we, we used to, God, like, in the first five minutes, we could have been 2-0 up. Mullen had that one saved where he turned his man. We had the one off the corner. And then you, we start like that. And everyone's like, come on, you know. I wasn't drinking, but I'm going to guess that most people in the away end had been or were drinking. That kind of that kind of atmosphere, and I then they had one. That's enough Maybe for two. you. I know what you're like on the yeah, ale. Yeah. And then they scored, and it was like, oh no, here we go again. It's it's happening again. Yeah, yeah. And we'd battered him for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and then they scored. And then they had a couple of little half chances there, like sh- scrambles in the box, and it was like that's when they sorted out. Time yeah, starts getting shouted. And then we sorted it out and deservedly went in a half time. Two great goals, Ollie Banks with his first of the season and Gilmore's diving header. Didn't think he had that in the locker. I'd argue it wasn't a diving header. It was well, just he, a header. And he fell over after. I'm calling it a diving header. Okay. Did you see Zoom's celebration after that goal, by the way? After the first goal he set up? 
Gilmore's first because yeah. he crossed it in, so he'd run yeah, yeah, he and he like he like stopped and he was right against like the railing at the front of their homestand <laughs> and he just stood in front giving it the double fist bumps like that, staring at some kid in the front row. <laughs> Fantastic! Nice. And then Smith scores a great goal, and then we could have been four or five. Then we missed. There was another couple. Ollie Banks had the deflection. We were bang on top, and then we got a bit sloppy. They got an easy cross into the box. Big lad scores back stick. Ellison comes on the egg. And Danger man. God damn, how old is he? 53. Looks the same as he did when he signed for us. Yeah. And he's just, he's an absolute right. He's older than 53, he, I reckon. He's like the Nigerian fellas he's, who come over with yeah. and they haven't got their birth certificate. And like you said, he never he doesn't age. No. Because he's looked 53 since he was 21. No, since he was 12, I imagine. I'd love to see yeah, his yeah. school photo. Big egghead. And they just they were look, they were getting it in the box at every opportunity and fair play if they if you've you know you've had luck with that before that's what you do they were a better side than I thought to be honest they played a bit more football than I was expecting but they equalised with the deflected free kick was it did it hit one of ours or did it come off late Smith he got given the goal but I couldn't figure it out even watching it back it was driven in wasn't it we went to sleep on a short free kick someone's pinged it yeah, it's hit yeah, ahead yeah. and it's gone in yeah, and we're all just thinking. Now. What a long time ago this. Yeah, know, it's like 15 minutes. be doing this. No. It's like three weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember what I did three minutes ago. Exactly. Who are you, for instance? <laughs> Why are you in my house? <laughs> and then, I this, at this point, it was a right party atmosphere before then, and then it's just turned to, oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm saying to Tash, I told you this is what it's like. <laughs> I told you this is what it's like. Welcome. And then she said, she made this good point again, which she's made a few times, because she's coming at it from an outsider's point of view. She went... She doesn't know the pain. She was like, you were cheering them all on when you were winning. Now you're drawing. Shouldn't you be cheering them on even more to help them win? And I went, shut up! <laughs> sort it out, Sam! You know, and I was like, yes, you make a good point, and it's valid, but that's not what happens, unfortunately. It's a mob <laughs> mentality. But we did. We got, we, you know, Mullen like, had to go off because he was spent. He played really well that game without noise, I thought. He was... Absolutely not. He was done. He went off because he was just done in. Yeah, he couldn't walk. Big Frankie came on. Oh, my word. Saw him walking down to the ground on Saturday, actually, in his trackie in front of me, walking down Woodchurch Lane. Excellent. What a guy. Last person I saw walking down there, it was Boots in a Tesco bag, was Ian Goodison, before an away game. <laughs> actually running because he was late for the coach. What a surprise. And then, 90th minute is there. Zoom on the back. Yoko gets it in his own half. There's nothing on. And he thinks... I'm going to have a run here and pull my hamstring. <laughs> and off he went. It was yeah. like the Zoom of old. I wish Jake Keogh was here. To oh, talk, he to wax lyrical uh, about it. Gets back. And at this point, he gets to the byline, doesn't he? And you think, he's just going to put it across the box. Not to anyone. He's not going to pick anyone out. He pulls it back to young Harvey Gilmore. And... Uh, Top bins? We were stood back row of the terrace, right in line with that. Angle. Yeah, 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 I was kind of. It, hit, it side, was. Yeah. I think they call it postage stamp in it the industry. Top bins. It literally hit the inside of the angle and at the back of the net. And I tell you what, I cut my finger wide open. It still look at the scar, Paul. Blood. It blood. I can see it. That. I mean, it, it's pretty bad, isn't it? I don't need no Halloween Little makeup. Prick. That's what a few people have said. Yeah. <laughs> it was. So, um, it no. was absolute pandemonium on that terrace. Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. Unbelievable. And then it, uh, you all come back down and go, 
what's just happened? There will be seven minutes. <laughs> Honestly, where did that come from? By the way, as well, did you see the stats for that game? The foul stats? No. 32 free kicks for Morecambe. How many for Tramia, do you think? 12? Four. Four? We had four free kicks you all joking? game. No. No, that can't be right. That's what I saw. See, I'm questioning stats because I, I seen another stat on Saturday evening, which was James Norwood has had 71% shots on target. That is false. That is a lie. I, I'm, I'm not, that. No, I'm not buying that. No. Since Four when? Four fouls? This, right. this season? This season. 71 yeah. shots have been on target. 71% of shots on target. And that's a very high percentage he's for scored, James Norwood. He's obviously scored 10 goals. 10 and 15, great record. Yeah. But he's also missed quite a lot. And I'm not having that all of them would have been on target or 75%. No, it depends what your class is on target, doesn't it? Well, I, I was uh, reliably informed that the, uh, the the shot at the end of the Yeovil game was on target. Look, rolled into the keeper's hands. The pass back to the keeper. Yeah. Ugh. So, if well, that's how they work it, then maybe. But like, Nah. Either way, he's doing well, isn't he? He's doing very well. We'll come on to him in a minute. So then we went to Macclesfield Friday night, and it was what an atmosphere. It was a throwback, that game, wasn't it? A real throwback to the Friday night atmosphere days. You think? I thought it was great. Uh, no. No? Where were you sat? Main stand. There's your problem. <laughs> There's your problem. But I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't think there was a great atmosphere there. It was. I mean, it was. It was. I mean, it was teaming down with rain, and everyone was like freezing cold. Yeah, it was a great turnout, though. It was nearly six thousand. Six, six, six and a half. Yeah, just and over. there was over six thousand home fans there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, know, a, don't get me wrong. Good turnout. I think there would have been a bigger game. If it was on a Saturday, Saturday, and it know, didn't but, clash with the England game. Yes, that was a big thing, wasn't it? The clash with the England game. But um, no, I, I can understand the reason why the club wants to do Friday night football, but I don't think it works in the modern day. Games under the floodlights are always better, though, aren't they? Games under the floodlights are so much better but if they thought they were going to get a bigger crowd playing it on a Friday I think they're wrong I think it was obviously done before the England game was announced for Friday wasn't it yeah possibly yeah but then it, but it, yeah I, I, I don't think that well people work and they don't want to be travelling well I work Friday night weeks. I have to go straight to work after yeah I think give me some sympathy Saturday afternoons is when it is traditionally isn't it the, the football now. Yeah, three PM Saturday afternoon. And you know we're not you know, these not the Arsenal are we? Where well, I wish we were Arsenal. Well, yeah. Play at the back and but, call of Sky and BT. But yeah, I think Saturday three o'clock. I think you, I think we would have got a, a much bigger attendance. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's much of a muchness. I mean, if Macclesfield were doing all right, then they might have brought a few. But they're they're obviously well, shy. They, they had their little like, like I thought they played all right. I thought they were they decent. Didn't, you know? They didn't look like the worst team we played this year, but that was always going to happen under that new manager. That the player, that te- you know, caretaker player manager, yeah, you always yeah, going to get that Danny, bump. What's his face? Whittaker. Yeah, Kevin Ellison, Mark too. Yeah, Rich, Crystal Mays tribute act. <laughs> I thought they were all right, but it was a moment of magic that won us. Harvey Gilmore, uh, He's play- had a great month. Player of the month, I believe he, he won today, didn't he? Yeah, quite rightly so. The matches in October haven't actually finished. Have we still so got controversial whether they should be running a poll? Yeah, but who cares about? This? Are we are we actually playing tomorrow? Is that Man City at home? Yeah, I, honestly, who cares? Just lose and go out of that tournament. Can we still stay in it? No, thank God for that. <laughs> um, so 
Then, I'm pretty sure we can't. No, I don't think we can. I mean, Mickey will be doing his utmost not to win anyway. So. Oh, off the record. <laughs> so then we, we had two tough aways. So we went to Yeovil a couple of weeks ago on the Saturday. And you'll have to fill me in because I did not see any of this. Do you know when I've, you watch I've, a game? I've seen the chance at the end, that's it. Yeah, do you know when you watch a game? And you get to about 80 minutes and you just think... What is the point? What What have I watched here? This isn't. This wasn't a football match. And you, you think of the poor journalists who got to write a match report on this. Because there was just nothing. It, it was a, just a poor game of football. Like, we tried... We tried to play. Can I just stop you there? Yep. By all I means. I would have. I would have. <laughs> I would have quite enjoyed having nothing to write about and just making something up. What, like an alien landed on the pitch? Not that I ever did that during my time reporting on Rovers. No, Paul. Because that would be unprofessional. But, um, but yeah, I would have had a bit of a bit of fun. Bit of fun. Bit yeah. of harmless fun. Bit of harmless fun. You got a, you know, a dull game, nil nil. It says it all. So, has know. there ever been a like a good game at Yeovil? It's we one of them teams. Nailed, didn't we, a no, I mean in general. Teams. I mean Yeovil. Oh yeah. <laughs> like where you go, what a bloody game down at Huish Park. It is, isn't it? Huish Park. Yeah. Great old ground. I love I old grounds like that. Yeah. And Steve Davis got scored a free kick in the ninety sixth minute once, about two thousand seven. So equal art as one all. We were the last goal on Soccer Saturday. <laughs> I remember that. That's always a, a momentous. Uh, yeah, we were doing the soccer Saturday drinking game that day. That was a thing you used to do. Which do not do it. It's <laughs> absolute. You'll be finished by five o'clock. Unbelievable, Jeff. Yeah, down down your drink if you, if that's said. So it was it was a poor game. Nors had there was two chances in the game. One was about ten minutes before full time when Nors got in behind. And he had it bounced, and he had to chip the keeper. It's a one in ten. You're going to get that right, but he got one it one in ten for him. He got it completely wrong, and like just dinked it back with his side foot to the keeper. I hope he's listening. So then he had the chance in the 95th minute, the only clear chance of the entire game. Connor Jennings slips his, slips him in, and he's one on one with the keeper. Right, so you've seen this one. I've you? seen this. Right, he's. He's a good twenty yards from goal. No, nah, he's in the box. No, he's he's a good twenty yards out. Mm. But he's one on one. He's, he's got his... space to run, take the ball. He could have took it on, smashed it with his left, or as he's tried to do, is bend it. What I would do, bend it round the keeper into the oh, box. Is that one. what he was trying to do? Yeah, and he passed it straight back to the keeper. <laughs> it was a bad day at the office. I'm so glad you were able to tell me what he was trying to do. Yeah, it was a bad day at the office for everyone, and you could see at that point he was really, obviously, angry with himself. <laughs> And that went well, on. He gets angry very often. No, no, he's not. He's a very plastic very guy on the pitch, especially. Yeah, yeah, particularly. And then that carried on, I think, into the Forest Green game because he he had several decent opportunities in the Forest Green game, and he snatched at them. And he's got a good record. He scored in every single game that we've played back there since he joined us. And he he snatched. He had a really good clean one on one that he portrayed the keeper, and then he slipped. Just after they'd scored their... It's common trend, this, isn't it? One-on-one straight. Just after they'd scored their first, he got put through and he slipped and just lost half a yard and their defender was able to get back and put him off. But he, he connected well, but the keeper saved it. And it just wanted, And then he was like an inch behind the cross from Caprice in the second half. And you just started to feel like, oh no, he's going to be in one of them ruts. We got back in it. Mullen scored. Come on, done well. Tollett came on, set it up. But we missed... Sutton had a, had a nightmare on Tuesday. 
a Forest Green, we missed Ollie Banks like um, exponentially, unbelievably. We missed Ollie Banks. We missed having Manny Monfey alongside Maka. We miss Zoom so much. We miss Zoom. Yeah, yeah. He changes how we play. And so we, we we had a couple of chances to nick a point. Once we got ours back, they went on the rack. They were big time on the rack. They dropped 10 yards and we were putting them right under and we had a couple of chances. And we had a couple of chances to create chances, if you know what I mean. We had chances where we were near on the edge of the box and if we play the right pass, a chance is there. And then they broke away in like the 98th minute, I think it was, and scored. And then I turned off the computer and everyone left in a huff. And so Sati came, didn't they, Paul? Sati at home to... Um, Crawley Town. It was just behind us in the league. We were in a bit... Not, a, not wasn't a, a rut, so to speak, but it would have been three without a win. We've Two just lost. Two games without winning. Yeah. And then... Who'd have thought we'd be moaning about that, About a rut like that. <laughs> and then you always want to, after you've been beaten, it's how you, you've got to win the next game, don't you? That's what they say. It's what good teams do. Yeah. And then the team came out and I think it raised a few eyebrows. Yeah. And you think, okay. Mm, mm, but I love Lionel Cole. I think everyone does. Lionel Cole it's is... It's just about finding that position for him. Yeah, yeah, He's incredibly talented, but we've never... We uh, we haven't seen the best of him by far. No? I think we did on no, Saturday. I used, to, uh, I used to go down, obviously, when I was working there. Uh, <laughs> Before you left under a cloud. <laughs> uh, training. He, he was unbelievable. Things he can do with a football is fantastic. Well, he, he was in... That I'm not group. talking about like people in Thailand and stuff with ping pong balls. No, but sticky he's Vicky. very talented footballer, and um, yeah, we haven't. We apart from Saturday, we haven't really seen that. I think in a, in a towards the end of last season, we saw it when he came in, couple came, of, yeah, came off the bench t- against Oldershot, yeah. put that great through ball in, and then he was in. He was a big part of the run through the playoffs, and then yeah. he was sacrificed at Wembley, wasn't he, after seven minutes. Yeah, unfortunate, but um, yeah, he pot- he's, a, he's a cracking, he's a cracking player. And the lads love him as well. He's a bit of a dope, isn't he off the pitch by all accounts. And bit I mean, of a you have to love him for waking up in that lad's house for being so pissed after Wembley for being so pissed that you like pass out in, in Sherlock's pajamas and then get carried home by a tramway fan. Imagine he didn't he didn't wake up at any point being carried home and waking up and then fair play to him. He was at Pretton Park for three o'clock for the the do, wasn't he? Yeah, looking yeah, yeah. slightly worse away. I was trying to find him all day. I mean, him and Ollie Norburn. No, no more worse to, for wear than anybody else. Certainly not there. me. But no, yeah. But he's he's spoke about when Paul Scholes has, has spoke recently <laughs> about the people who were when he when he went <clears throat> came back out of retirement and was like helping yes. coach the reserves. He speaks about four players: Pogba, Lingard, Larnell Cole, and someone else I can't remember. But he always he always mentions Lionel Cole. He goes on. He goes. I had Pogba. I had Jesse Lingard. I had Lionel Cole, and to be spoken about in the same breath as them. Hope he doesn't take a penalty like Pogba. But we got Adam Buxton for that. To be fair, he did on the rebound. Yeah, that's all that matters. But you can never have. I've said this before. You can never have too many good footballers in your squad. Because and as Mickey constantly says, each game asks you different questions. There'll be a game where. It's not the day for Lionel Cole. Right, I want to I want to talk about this. Go on. No, Mickey Mellon, master tactician, discuss. Yeah. And like, the fact that most people will see a formation that works in one game and then say, right, you can't change a winning team, you've got to play the same system, 
So I can't remember what the game was where he changed it when. Oh, it was uh, Lincoln Gilmore where he went. Oh, it was the end of midfield. It was the end. It was twenty minutes before the end of MK Dons. Yeah, that's and we it. were one all, and we were being overran. Yeah, yeah we'd yeah. been overran all first half. Yeah, and he took Stockton off, but Gilmore on when yeah. three centre mids in the middle, yeah, 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 and yeah. it changed the game. Last yeah, yeah, twenty minutes, yeah. we should have won the game. So one, he has the balls to do that, and obviously, you know, he, he's he's got good players, which helps, but. Then went back to four four two against Lincoln. It was Lincoln. It didn't work first half. Didn't work first half. We got overran. Changed he it. Changes it again. But then the game after, Morecambe. Everyone's like, you've got to play, you know, free in midfield, whatever. Every game asks a different question. So like, should we play the free in midfield against Crawley? Would it have worked as effectively as what he actually played? Yeah. And nobody and everyone seen the team come out and thought, right, Lionel Cole's on the wing, we're yeah. play four four two. Connor and Cole on the wings, blah blah blah. No. Mullin on the wing. Cole in the number ten. It was like a four two three one almost. Four two three one. It was very different to anything we've played previous. But it worked. Some and of the, it worked like a treat. Some of the triangles played. that were getting played between Jennings, Cole, and Ollie Banks. You won't see like that was the best football I've seen in a long time. But it, I want to touch on this a little bit more later on. But like the 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 kind of the basic tactics. I mean, a lot a lot of supporters. You if you go and ask a supporter, name your best eleven, Trammy eleven. They'll go four four two, four four fucking two all all day long. But each game works very differently and, and Mickey is very Every game tactically asks you different questions yeah well All he the, was yeah he's very that's a he very manages he manages <laughs> how he used to play and players like him I think nowadays are appreciated much more than when he was playing players who you look at them and you go oh he's what's, what's he doing keeping the ball pass uh, it lump it up don't pass it sideways don't pass yeah, it back don't keep the ball and you look at all the greatest teams of the last like twenty years now, like the Barca teams, Pep's Barca team, Rijkaard's Barca team. Yeah. Every team Spain. Pep manages Spain exactly. It's called tick attack. It's possession, death by possession. Keep the ball, keep the ball, keep the ball. Tie yeah, the other team out. Doesn't always work as as we as was. But then there's the games Cup. where you go but, go direct, get it up there quick. Yeah, yeah. But if you've got the personnel. A manager who's not afraid to change, not afraid to change system, not a change, af- afraid to change the tactics. If we want to keep possession, we can play possession. If we want to go direct, we can do that. I, f- I think, I'm going to put it out there, I think he's the best manager we've ever had in my lifetime. And I know it's difficult to judge because obviously he's managed us in the National League yeah. a brief part time in League Two. But in terms of tactical mouse, and the ability to change a game with, with subs or tactics, either a positional change of a player or a substitution and a change in formation, or whatever. No, uh, Johnny King was obviously a great manager and got the best out of that group of players. But he had his way of but playing. He had a system. Yeah. and he would never change. it. No, it was like Guardiola now, where they believe um, they believe that much in that one way of doing it. That and we would we would go and beat someone five 0 at Prenton Park one Derby. Day. And then we go to Derby and get beat six. Every season? Every season? We'd beat Derby. Away from home. We were so naive. Oh. And and under Mickey, you would never have got that. Never you, in a million years. You, like, I mean, we all love Kingy. 
I mean, he's. I don't think they'll ever be as big a legend as yeah, yeah. a club. I'm not saying he was a bad manager, by the way. He no, you better not manager. be. But, but yeah, we, I think everyone looks back. It was that era. We got away with the away form, even when we were going up through the leagues. The away form was never great. I mean, when you win twenty twenty of twenty three games at home. You don't need to be you great don't away. Need to pick up too many points away from home no, to get in the playoffs. But we played the same way away, and obviously, when you, I mean, we were such an amazing attacking side back then. Back when we were Satan Greavesy's favourite team because they'd show the Friday night highlights, and we'd be putting teams to the sword, Morrissey destroying people, then cutting back inside, nutmegging them again, cutting back, nutmegging them again, and you'd be like, Mogsy, just cross it in. Jim Steele stood at the back post waiting for an header, <laughs> and he's just doing keep ups by the corner flag. <laughs> But yeah, we we you look back on the I've been watching the the old season reviews and away from home we didn't we it was I don't care we're playing away from home we're, shambles we're, we're gonna play we're gonna go at them and try and beat them and uh, there's games where you've just got to be I got we've got to let's just keep it tight for the first half an hour and then let's ease our way into the game and not get beat like six two. Like I can remember us winning the baseball ground once, ninety two, ninety three. Aldo yeah. scored two, and we had the blue kit. Mm. That's my only recollection of anything ever good happened at the baseball ground. Yeah, ever. That's a fact. Yeah, I think Stan Collymore scored a funny goal there once. Where it like bobbled up, maybe. Or am I thinking? I know we did one against Blackburn. Don't think he played for Tramia though. No. Anyway, but um, no, I I think it's. He did. He's coming for a bit of criticism this time, eh, Mickey, for, share, for not having it. Share a... your opinions anyway. Get in touch on Twitter at this is Tramir. Drop us an email if yeah. you've got a really long uh, message for us. Yeah, but uh, Twitter this, preferably. I can read yeah. it then. <laughs> this is Tramir at yahoo.com is the email address. But yeah, I, I think, I genuinely think he's the best manager we've ever had. Uh, I mean, in my lifetime, what I should he, say. What he did. For the club and getting us promoted, and what he's doing now. Oh, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we six points off the so top? Four? That's... Are we f- four points off third? Or f- are we four off the top? Uh, six points between us and Lincoln. Uh, four points between third and ourselves. What are we doing? So I don't. Let's c- move on to subject number two that I wanted to to speak about. We're doing very well, put it that way, aren't we? Um, how much are you enjoying the season? I would say never in my wildest dreams that I think we'd be where we are. And we're playing much better football than I thought we would. And I don't know why, because we played good football in the conference, but I think losing Cook was, I think we're still, even though how well we're doing, a lot of us are still just going, oh. Every time a cross comes in and it fizzes across the box, we're all just going, Funny he was there. Oh, I remember Cooky. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> He'd have gobbled that up, wouldn't he? But no, he's back on Sesame Street with Bert and Ernie. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Jay Harris. Are you going <laughs> to answer my question? I'm ve- very, very happy with how this season's going. There's still, it- there's still a real feel-good factor. And there's a real, like, everyone's heading in the right direction. And I've said a few times, momentum can take you a long way. And long may it continue. Yeah. Well, I was talking to a few people after the game the other day. And in the tent, like, having a pint. Yeah. Good. Unprofessional if it was. Um, so obviously, everyone's buoyant after 5-1. Of course they are. Um, and 
maybe people think that I was going over the top in some of the things I was saying, but I genuinely believe... 9-11 was an inside job. That's this, what you were saying. I would say this is the most enjoyable season in my lifetime so far. I think you should change that to in your adult lifetime. Because you look at things different. Once you get to the age of drinking, <laughs> glug, glug, things change, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they, yeah. It becomes much more no, I know what you're a, saying. a social, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it, no, it's different, I, isn't I it? Because I'd, I'd, I'd go along with that because even though we got promoted last year, I, I never really enjoyed the conference years because there was that horrible thing the whole time going... We need we to get. Be beating these. We need and we need to get we out. The, the longer we were there, the three years, it was that financially going. We need to get out, otherwise it, we could be. Here. We'll we could end up like bloody Wrexham. <laughs> Shame they, they conceded a ninetieth minute equaliser on Saturday. Paul. Did they? Ooh, I don't even care. No. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I, and obviously, like the last few years, I've been reporting on the team and sort of. From a professional point of view, it's been, so you, you've it's been, been slightly different. But yeah. now I'm sort of sat there. Just enjoying it? With my dad, a few beers before the game. All right, for and some. just enjoying watching the football. And some of the football is staggering. And you think of, like, the... the, the maybe it's a bit of a stereotype, but the National League football where teams would just sit, send men behind the ball, try and kick us off the park, blah, blah, blah. And it was really difficult. You, we're seeing some really, really good football. And this is like, so... Do you know what, Paul, as well? There was a period on Saturday where Jennings, Cole, and somebody else down the left-hand side, I can't remember who it Banks. was. Banks. Banks, probably. Just playing little one-twos, one touch, just knocking it... Triangles? Triangles around everyone. And I'm just sat, sat there thinking, like, is it one... We're in. Are we in? Are we really in League Two playing this kind of football? And two, is this really Tramier playing this kind of football? Playing this kind of football is it was it was breathtaking. It really was. And obviously the confidence is sky high. Yeah, you're five, five one up. up or whatever yeah. it was. But like the the quality of the football has been incredible. And I'm going to put it on record now that Ollie Banks is the best passer of a football that has ever played. In a championship. Well, my mate Nick Roberts, uh, you can hear me and him getting up to the shenanigans on the Pod Balls podcast, by the uh, way. Another one of my podcasts there. Search Pod Balls on iTunes, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, or search Pod Balls, you go on Twitter. Cheap plug, cheap plug. Yet he said for a while now, I can't wait till we play Oldham because I want to see who they've got in centre mid because it must be Perlo, Iniesta, and who else? Like Zico. The resurrected is he dead? I don't know, but or Jorginho because they must have the world's best midfield to, to for him not to be able to get in their team and to just release him and be like, eh, don't care, not good, not good enough for us. Well, I tell you what, that's going to be an interesting game, isn't it? Very interesting. Do they come here first or do we go there? Uh, I don't know. Bound, oh, get, get me back to Boundary Park in subterranean conditions. Yeah. Well, never thought I'd look forward. Cold right now. Never thought I'd look forward to going to hold them away. But that's the difference. I was thinking as well, Paul. To go slightly off topic here, that we're coming up against all these teams again. We've been out the league for three years. Some Oldham, especially when we play them, they've just come down. Yeah. After being in that league for twenty-two years or whatever stupid time it was, we've just come up. So this is the equivalent of the team from League One going into the Championship and playing the teams that just come down from the Premier League. But we've got momentum. 
we've got that field goal. We've got that thing. Of, we're on it. We've, and we've been winning games for the last three years. Well, two years, not the first year. I know we did have a good... Pasta Brabs. Yeah. He's another bloody egghead. <laughs> but they've been surviving by the skin of the teeth like we used to. And I th- it, I, we, we can say it now because we're doing okay, but it took us to fall down to completely rebuild everything about the club, hasn't it? Everything. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And now yeah. we've got a style of play that... I mean, if I'd like to think Crawley fans will watch that. And the thing is, on Saturday, we didn't get out of second gear. They they had a bad day at the office. They, they were pretty bad. But they're not a bad side. They just no, no. they had they had a night like we did on Tuesday at Forest yeah, Green yeah. where I felt sorry for their... The whole game, I was looking at their fans. There was about... 20 of them. I'd say about 60, 80 maybe. But they were obviously all groups of like just two of them at a time. And they were all dotted individually in groups of two, not grouped together. And they weren't even... When we were scoring like the third, fourth and fifth in quick succession, they weren't even standing up and going, for fuck's sake! They were just sat there going, hello darkness, my old friend. And I said, how many games have we been to away like this? Just a complete waste. The day is great until the game kicks off. Yeah. And you just go, waste of time? Just wait, a waste of time? Good job they hadn't travelled 200 odd miles. Oh, I honestly feel so sorry for them. Yeah, it's like the Epsi. I'm speaking to an absolute fan after we beat them in the semi in the, in the pub. And we were like, and he said, "Good luck to you." He said, "You deserve to win." But yeah, we 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 just had a great time this season. Didn't think we'd get here, and we said, "Fair play to you." Look you know, you, you, get, you gave it a go. Yeah, there. What's going on there? There's money issues, isn't there? Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, well, players not been paid. Mm. Not happening at Salford, is it? They're getting paid handsomely. Too much. Some would argue, but uh, you know. but yeah, Adam Rooney wishes he was uh, still at Aberdeen. Yeah, in the just beat Rangers in the final. Yeah, what's that all about? Anyone tell me why the cup final is in December? The League Cup. Not a Scooby. Because let's be honest, when they go, who's going to be in the semi-finals every year? Celtic and Rangers will be there. And odds on, it will be Aberdeen or Hibs or Hearts. Hearts. And that's what it was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Just get Hibs out with it, Hearts. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point of Scottish football, Paul? There isn't much of a point. Just scrap it. Completely honest. Just scrap it and give them all a bottle of Bucky. <laughs> that's a good idea. And a couple of cans of Ten and Super and just let them get on with it. <laughs> And deep fried Mars bar. Yeah. Deep fried haggis. Well, they're saying that Rangers do well in the Europa League, aren't they? I quite like anyone but Celtic to win that league, to be honest. No comment. Because I'm not religiously biased like some people. <laughs> Let's not get into that. So, uh, yeah, Ollie Banks. Uh, I, I, you, Paul, I think you've got a thing for him. I do. Uh, he's a married man. Mm, sadly. Yeah, never stopped you before. But, um,. There was one pass. I know what pass you're talking Saturday. about. It was near the end. It was so the outside the of the right boot pass. On the volley. Straight through. Oh, no. Okay, no, you're thinking of another one. I okay, I've got right. I've got one. You do yours, okay. I'll do mine. So, he's, what, about 35 yards from goal. He sees Norwood making a run. And then, on the, on the volley, sort of side on, he plays a through ball that I don't think anybody could possibly have thought of, let alone played. Went straight through, right into Norwood's stride. Obviously, Norwood's fucked it up. But the pass was just unbelievable. And I'm, oh. He played one, my one, Paul, was, I think it, was, it might have been injury time. And it, he was stood... The, the pass to the fourth official. Oh, yeah, that was, got a round of applause <laughs> from over by the, the Johnny King. He, it was, Johnny Smith was on the left wing. 
and he, he was stood just inside our own half, maybe about 10 yards inside our own half, and he was stood facing our dugout. Like, so he's facing our I dugout. It gets played to him by, I think it was Buxton, or Connor Jennings just ro- rolls it into him. And so he's facing our dugout, and he plays an outside the right pat, yes. right boot pass, like that, and he hits it, and everyone thinks, oh, it's going out of play. Yeah. And then it curls back in, and lands like, Perfectly in the stride of Johnny Smith. Uh, yeah, I was just, I was, I was already laughing when Mullen scored the fifth. I, me and my mates, we were just laughing, just like delirious laughter. Of like, <laughs> and that's where we are as a club. That sums it up. It's not like fucking five one, yeah, smash these all. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> we're just so happy to like be what we've watched for the last twenty years, and especially in like the last four or five years, to be playing the sort of football we're playing, to be getting results like we're getting. Even on Tuesday when we went, we went away, we, we had a terrible... It was a bad night at the office. No one played well. Even like the solid players, like McNulty had a couple of little, little errors. Scotty Davis had a good game on Tuesday, by the way. Saved the penalty. And it was a bit of like the Pogba one. You know, it was just unlucky. It went back to him. But there was no moping about. There was no overreaction about that. We just said it was a bad night at the office. We got Crawley home on Saturday. Let's go and get a result. And I know the players... Like, I might start a company going Twitter for fo- professional footballers where I run your Twitter and I'll just, or I just send you what you need to say to save them even doing it. And, you know, on, on, on a Saturday between 9am and 6pm, you you're not going to need your phone because I'm going to do it for you. So it'll be 9am, game day. Take a photo of from training that week of you, just like either, depending on how you're feeling, it could be you and some of the other lads having a laugh. Or you in serious mode, yeah. game day. Depends Hashtag on what, how the defeat, yeah. how the result went be, the game yeah. before. Then how the result goes. So if you lose, it's if you lose home or away, it doesn't matter. It's um tough day at the office. Yeah. None of us got going. We'll, fans were amazing. Fans were amazing though. <laughs> Clap emoji. Yeah. We'll bounce back or um on to next week. Yeah. On to or on to next game. We go again. We go hashtag we go again. Don't slip <laughs> over. <laughs> If you win, fans were class. Whoever's like Connor Jennings, what what a goal, worldy. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> like I'll do it. I'll take the pressure off you. Yeah. That's all I'll do. So you don't do Julian Lescott and tweet a photo of a bloody Bentley car after you've been beat six nil alone by <laughs> by Liverpool. Yeah. I reckon all. Get the in touch, lads, if you're interested. I reckon all the players with with. Welcome to help. Speaking of, of that, I should just give it, I presume everyone thoughts, but like, if you haven't got Instagram, get Instagram. Purely to follow James Norwood and watch his Instagram stories of him just being James Norwood. Yeah. It seemed tormenting. You get a very... A, a look into what life is like. <laughs> God help yeah. it. What's his girlfriend called? Ash. Ash. Yeah. Give that girl a, the St. George's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not belittling the, the actions of any warrior as my granddad God rest his soul was on the death marches we are coming to sort of poppy season yeah stuff. exactly but honestly that woman oh my days yeah yeah she needs a medal yeah she does <laughs> because this week I was just Instagram oh James Norwood's story Cole Stockton is obviously undergoing rehab and so he I don't know where they were but he was there with Hodgie the fitness coach he's the little yeah, the short the, uh, the short wide man who wears extra medium t-shirts yeah yeah um, he, was, he was a vital cog in the club. Anyone will speak to him? Yeah, he is. If you ever get a chance to speak to him, he's a, he's very funny. Um, he's a Manchester boy, is he? Yeah. yeah. So, it, I'd say 
Stockton is boy, <laughs> lad. Stockton's in some sort of like water tank where he's got water up to his chest and he's running. So he's got all these things strapped to him. So obviously doing tests. Hodgie's there at the other side. James Norwood is stood there with a mop <laughs> poking Cole Stockton in the head. Hodgie's openly going, Norwood, fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, Nose. This is serious stuff. I presume it must have cost us money to be using... Where was this facility? I have no idea. And that raises the question, why is Norwood even there? Because <laughs> it was not on the campus, I don't think, was it? Have we got those sort so. No, so... It's a very big bath. Norwood has travelled to this facility. It's probably JMU or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but they car share, don't they? So he's got to give them a lift. Yeah, so, so there's, there's your problem. And Norwood just goes, quite rightly so, he goes, channeling Conor McGregor, he goes, you'll do fucking nothing, mate. And you can see Hodgie just getting so exasperated, going like, why Why is he here? Why is he doing this? We're trying to get him to recover, and you're interfering, which is probably costing, how much is it costing the club to use these facilities? And he's just poking him with a mop, and he's poking Hodgie with the mop. mop? How the, did he get a mop? That's the least of my worries. Probably got it with him at all times, doesn't he? He probably hasn't got a dog in his hoodie, that's another thing. Yeah, that's the only the thing that his missus yeah, seems yeah. to be able to do to annoy him is go abort another dog. <laughs> Not a proper dog, either. Do you know them dogs that like could live in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> but lives in his hood. <laughs> yeah. Forever. But do you know what? As you can see just by Paul, look around my office. Yeah, James what- Norwood is quite a central figure in the, the Matt Hibbert home. He walks on water. He could do... Do you know what? If he wants to show me bird, fucking get round here. Him and Ian Goodison. Ian Goodison, get round here. Double teamer. She loves it. Not letting listen to this. I hope. Um, as much as I slate knows, he's, he's, he's brilliant. That's why you slate him now. Because you know that, like... And do you know what? We know he used to listen to these. Yeah. So let's hope he doesn't anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, like, he misses the chances because he's in the... He's in those situations all the time because he, he keeps making the runs. And I said on Saturday as well to my mates, I was like, he's the hardest working footballer. He he will run forever in a day. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the time it doesn't always go right. Well, do you know what he was like? But he, he, he gets in them situations and he, he does score a lot of goals. 10 and 15 I mean, league games. He's the leading scorer in league have, two. Should have had 30. Ha- well, um, let's just get to K Paul. How did he not get a hat trick on Saturday? He will never, ever, ever get another chance to get a hat trick, will right, he? I'm going to. And he'll never get a better chance, there. sorry, to get a hat trick. I'm going to suggest that somebody has had a word about hat trick bonuses. Ooh, what the old Chris Greenacre one? <laughs> Drop him for the last few games because he's going to get twenty <laughs> goals. That that is the only re- only thing I can think of because that chance. I mean. That was the easiest chance if, of... If, if I'd have put myself in that position, I'm 99% sure, because there is always a little bit of doubt. Paul, we've all seen... scored. Well, I don't know. We've seen you try to recreate Ben Tollett's goal. And yeah. how many takes did that take? 21. That's ridiculous. I mean, that is ridiculous. Even me, with me bad it ankle a, and me groin. It is a long way from the edge of our own box it to is, the other box. Paul, defence. It's, in, it's indefensible. I guess at the time, it's indefensible. You're right. But that's why you're here and Norwood... I still would have scored. Yeah, he's got to score that. <laughs> he has got to score. I was all for Which as one well. are you talking about? The, the, that chance in like the 89th minute that he had. Yeah. When it was, it was Johnny Smith pulled it back to him. Yeah. Edge of the six-yard box. Yeah. Side foot it. <laughs> Side foot that into either corner. Straight at the keeper. 
I, I love the one-on-one because I'm sat there. Well, I'm you went round the keeper. I'm thinking, right, he's played in, he's one-on-one. Great ball by Lionel Cole. I, I, I stood and turned to my dad and I'm like laughing, he's not going to score. <laughs> and he rounds the goalkeeper and then I jumped off my seat because I kept telling him when I was working there, I said, one-on-one, go round the, the goalie. You're always trying to chip him or shoot straight at him. Yep. Go round him. He went round him and then he bloody lost his foot in, slipped over, recovered. Yeah. And then hit the bloody defender. What happened line. 20 seconds later? He scored a blind and header. Yep. So, you know, he swings around about, isn't it? He's very kind of, I mean, I, I love him. He's brilliant. Everyone he's, does at the club, though, don't he's they? He's such a good character as well to have around. The Another thing that should be pointed out, he was at the charity game. He was indeed. Oh, doesn't need to be there, does he? I think he uh, wanted to meet Danny Dyer. Oh, <laughs> uh, and John Aldridge. Yeah. Obviously. Can like can we do something to try and let's get he needs to sign another contract. He lo- I hope so. He I loves it so. here. I think I'm sure his missus is at uni here as well. There's there's connection there. They've just bought a house in Liverpool, I believe. He obviously like I don't think there's anyone in this club as like took in the club as much as he has, if you know what I mean. Here's what, Paul, if I was in charge, if I if I could dream up the scenario, here's what would happen. Sign a, th- a three-year contract on improved terms, what we can offer. But with the proviso that... Three years? Three-year contract, yeah. I know it'll be 46 by then. happen. Just saying. Two years? Two years more. Really. I think he'd sign a three-year contract. Yeah, I don't think we'd offer him one. That's what I'm referring to. I think we should. I think we should, yeah, yeah. But not, it's not going to happen. And say... But carry on. If a club comes in and matches our valuation for you, which at the minute he's the leading scorer in League Two, and if we look at last year, the leading scorers in League Two went for a million pound. Not even leading scorer that Jackson for Akronson was he? Um, he Doidge more than six months left on his contract though. Yeah, Doidge Forest Green went for a million to Bolton, mm, even though they've got no money. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, and chocolate, and chocolate coins. Oh yeah. In that chocolate teapot that they keep them in as well. In front of the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Just put their thing in the deal and say, look, if a club comes in and they meet the valuation and you want to go, we're not going to stop you. Because he's such a Jamie Vardy. I he, I don't think... Like, Vardy will be able to play that style till he's 35, 36 because he was never, like, lightning fast. They both got pace over, like, 10 yards. That's it. I'd say Jamie Vardy's a better finisher. Yeah, true. But that's why he's playing in the Prem. I think Norris could play Championship. Yeah. He could do. There's worse players playing in the Championship. We were, again, we were talking. I was talking to the lad who... You can uh, see how much of a better player he is now than when he joined. Like, he's twice the player he is now. Like, if, you, if you think about it, right, he, we signed him. He's played non-league his whole career, pretty much. Sounds like Bar 10 minutes for Exeter. 10, 15 minutes yeah. there. Yeah, he's he does not look out of place in League Two. In fact, he's turning it up. He's the leading scorer in League Two after sixteen games. So you'd you'd think League One could probably score and a good few goals. Yeah, Championship. Yeah, I hope he I hope he's ambitious for 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 himself and wants to play at the the highest level. I kind of get the impression that of some players, not not particularly Tranmere players as such. But players like you mentioned Adam Rooney and stuff before, we were quite happy sort of just 
picking up the wage, playing non-league. They know they're going to get a game every Saturday. Well, he's playing at a level where he knows he's too good to be at that level. Yeah, so yeah. it's an easy day. Every game, you know, it's an, it should be an easy day at the office for him. And he's playing for a team of players that shouldn't be in that league. Yeah. Anyway, so, whereas you, someone like Norse or Jamie Vardy is like, I want to, ideally, you want to play as high as you can until you play at a level where you go, am I good enough for this? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to work as hard as I can to make sure that even if I'm, you know, not now, I will be. And if I'm not, then at least I've given it the best. You should always be aspiring to go better. Yeah, always. Yeah, and then as a club, that's what we're trying to do by all accounts. It's where we are in the league at the minute is staggering. Yeah. And like you say, the football we're playing is staggering. Yeah. And we've got a, a tough couple of months. We should probably talk about the FA Cup. We didn't get Peterborough. We did not get Peterborough. But there's still a chance. News. If we both win, we could get them in the second round. That just sums up Norse, by the way, because even he tweeted. He, obviously, he's aware yeah, of well, stuff like that. Everyone messaged him saying, oh, we're going to get Peterborough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've played him like 85 times in the FA Cup. Ridiculous. But um, who did we get? Oxford City. Oxford City. They beat Hemel Hempstead in the replay. 5-0. Good result, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Good result at the minute. Five goals. Actually, I was looking at the Hemel Hempstead squad. Because obviously it was either either or at the yeah. time in a draw, and um, they've got a few players that I well I'd heard of, and it looked like they would they would pump a bit of money in. It's a rich, it's a wealthy area, isn't it, Hampstead? But Oxford City, I, I didn't recognise anyone there. So to 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 win five 0 against some good result, they're both they like like senior pros as uh, at Hampstead, fifteenth and fourteenth in Conference South, I believe. Really, I don't know. I think. I'd re- I'd just like that, that what would top off this return to the football league would be I mean that was the perfect round. that was the perfect draw I was saying just give us give us a non-league no hoper like Wrexham at home <laughs> G- give us a nice a, the easiest possible route into the third round and just give us a big tie we we'll lose the big tie I don't care if we lose the big tie just give us that big tie give us that chance give us a goal in that big tie home or away give us like an equaliser in that big tie <laughs> Give us Arsenal away <laughs> and give us Norwood smashing one in in front of the away fans on like, I don't know, 11am on a Sunday kickoff because <laughs> we're at the back and call of BT Sport. We'll lose 4-1, but we'll be like, what a bloody time we've had. I'll tell you what, there'll be a few more red stripe involved if that happens. Definitely. Uh, That's all yeah. I want. That's good. It's a good draw. It's a good draw. We've got, got to be thinking we can get through that game. I'd like through. to think, and I think he will, I think we'll play a full strength team. As close, oh, yeah. as close to it's, full strength. There's no, there's no real league games clashing. So it's, I think, after the next couple of weeks, go Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah, we've got Grimsby at the end Up of November. Kind of Christmas. I think it's twenty sixth, like around yeah, the last, last week of November. Last we've week got a Tuesday. November, yeah. Oh wait, Grimsby. Other than that, it's like Saturday, Saturday. So we've got FA time. Crimson kind of p- penciled in nicely. Yeah. Well, if we, we doesn't go to a replay, if we get if we get beaten the first round, then we have a free Saturday in a couple of weeks, don't we? Yeah, the so, start of December. That's, so that's you, you want to win, yeah. And this is we got. This is the second of three consecutive home games. Exeter is this week, is it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. And then, and then the FA Cup Oxford. game, and then the big away crew, which yeah. they've just posted ticket details. Looking forward to a fifty-page thread on the couch heads moaning about why is a ticket in like this for this game? Just get you'll get a ticket as long as you're not stupid. You'll get a ticket. They'll go on general sale. I. I'm obviously just just a fan. Yeah, no longer days. a staff. Um, um, 
I'll just say that everyone who wants to go will probably almost certainly get a ticket. And if not, there's always the homestand opposite. I'm just saying. Yeah. And crew on the, 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 the oh, they, they're not going to be turning you down. No, and that, oh, oh, the crew firm, who, all five of them lads who stand outside that chippy, which is someone's yeah. front room. I'm looking forward to going back to the crew. I might actually even have a bevy that day because obviously... On the train. Oh, what, a, what a little trip it is yeah, to crew. I might go down on the train. Yeah. Assuming I can get a ticket. Yeah, exactly. I'm only a season to get all the so. You're not in the Toronto <laughs> Sports Club? <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, my girlfriend wants to come on season either a season ticket holder, nor that. So uh, The reason why I'm laughing is because I'm, I'm, in the back of my head, I'm thinking Colin Simpson's tweets. What were they? He's just sort of saying, oh, second class citizens, season ticket holders without sports club. Yeah. And like, I do see, I do see the point in the uh, sports club and they're doing good stuff and that. I don't really get the point of picking up points for away games. And well, I don't... I, I, don't, I, I haven't... I, I've been to a lot, especially in the conference days. I stopped. I think the last time I put any points on me thing was Southport away, August Bank Holiday weekend 2016. Because I was like, I don't care. I, don't, I just forget. Or you can put them on after. I don't care. I just don't care. But it's like, it's £10 to join. So if you, if you want to guarantee and get your priority... What's ten for all the all all the big games that hopefully we're gonna gonna be enjoying in the next few months? Yeah, it's a tenner. Well, the thing is, it's an it's eight three three pints. It, it sums up or eight red stripe, four cans of four seventy five. That is a bargain. So it, it it sums up where we are as a club that there's the buoyancy and the, and the goodwill that we're having to do these things for t- and people are seventeen hundred odd tickets. People are, are going like the fact that. We're, we're panicking that we're not going to get a ticket when there's 1,700, which is which is. We took nearly really. 500 fans to Forest Green on a, on Tuesday. a Tuesday. We yeah. took nearly 500 fans to Yeovil on a Saturday. Half, was that half-term week? Was one This week's half-term for a lot of people. Is it? Yeah. Some people were last week. Some are this week, some are next week. See, see. It's all over the shop, Paul. Strange. Shall we, um, before we wrap up, we've got to do the draw. Paul, you, we had an email, didn't we? Oh, God, yeah. We need to um, address. We did have an email. Have you got it? I'll, get, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm professional. <laughs> I'll dig it up, shall I? I've changed my phone and I couldn't get all the all the stuff. How unprofessional is this, everyone? One phone to another. Unbelievable. That's my excuse. Um, yeah, we did. We had a really nice email and I'll be honest with, with you, I, um, I've got a work laptop and I've got a sort of my own laptop, which I've very rarely sort of use these days um but yeah it's um it it's logged into the this is from email and we don't get a lot of emails as well i mean why should you email us but um we got a lovely lovely email from a guy in dublin or in ireland he says he's in dublin maybe not he's in ireland anyway and um Shall I read it out? I think you should read I mean, it out. Censor. I'm not going to give his name away. Censor the swear words. He doesn't want me to to read it out, but um, if you're listening, I mean this this uh, this really hit a chord with us. No, and, again, uh, it, it just summed up like how the, the good feeling at the club and just how yeah. everything's. And then really, like the reason why we do this is is for this reason alone. So uh, let me read this guy's email. You can do it in an Irish accent? No. Oh, I'll dub it in later. Okay. Dublin it in? I didn't even mean that joke. 
brilliant. Uh, hi lads, just finished listening to your latest podcast and I thought I would send you a message. I'm a visually impaired fan living in Ireland and I've been a Tranmere fan over 20 years. In Ireland, it's all Premier League football and maybe championship. So my ability to follow Tranmere is limited at best. Come to think of it, I've never ever met another Tranmere fan. Then I stumbled across your podcast and I have to say thank you. Now I have a way of listening to the real fans, not the official blurb. Now that we're totally unofficial. Uh, Your podcast is fans chatting to fans about the grassroots of the club. So anyway, thank you. If you're wondering how I became a Tranmere fan, it's all Sir John of Aldridge's fault. I heard he had left Real Sociedad. He spelled it, you have spelled it wrong. Uh, (laughs) And he'd gone to Tranmere Rovers. Who were they? I thought, that that's... Quinton Stanley, mate, not Tranmere. Yeah, from the milk. <laughs> uh, and started checking the results to see how all those was doing. One thing led to another and I realised I was a Tranmere fan. You can't choose who you love. Anyway, I've never been able to go over to Brenton Park, but I hope to soon. And until then, I'll be listening every month. Cheers. And then, uh, obviously, the fella's name. So... Um, we're not going to let too much away, but um, like this, this obviously uh, had, a, had a bit of an impact on us. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much for your email. If anybody else has stumbled across us and wants to send such glowing praise, we'd love to read A it. few people stumbled across me in the tents <laughs> the Sunday after we got promoted. Yeah. Including Mickey Mellon, uh, James Marker. Norwood, Mark Marquette especially. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. But yeah, no, it was lovely. Uh, it was a lovely thing to to read, and I I, I literally did stumble across his email because I wasn't expecting us to have any emails. Yeah, for a start, <laughs> so I checked it. I was like, ah, "This is Tram, oh, yeah, well, on hello. Twitter." Um, we've got an email, but it was it was really nice. Um, Normally, the emails we get are the reason, the reason why we do it. So yeah, it's it fans. We're just fans, and uh, every bit of Tramir coverage. Uh, the, am I allowed to mention the rival? Podcast? I was I was just about to say. There's another one out there which is, you know, completely different to this. Absolutely, yeah. So but, there is a place for more than one of us. Yeah. Um, well, until we have the winner-take-all fight at Christmas <laughs> um, in the octagon. Yeah, so what's it called? <sighs> trip to the Moon. Trip to the Moon, that's it. Uh, just See what you did it. there. <laughs> uh, trip to the Moon. They had a really good interview with Paul Hall last week. Uh, Paul Hall, someone I, I know uh, a little bit. Um, Great player, really top player, really nice, really nice guy, and that's a really nice interview. So yeah, he was only here for a year, wasn't he? A year and a bit, um, but yeah, he was a top player. And um, if you want to hear um, him, go to check it out. Trip to the Moon um, on iTunes. Yeah, just type in if you type in Trip to the Moon, audio beam and stuff. Like yeah, that. I remember just a quick one about Paul Hall when Goody was having his testimonial, and what was he supposed to be? Forty-one, whatever. And he was, an interview with Paul Hall, he go, what do you think about Ian Goodison? Oh, he was still playing, I think, when he was still playing at 40. And he said, still playing at 40, unbelievable. He went, what? He went, I was in this same year at school, <laughs> and I'm 45. <laughs> so, at least. Make of that what you will. Yeah, indeed. What a guy. But yeah, uh, so we're, their kind of format is speaking to former players, cult heroes, if you like, little yeah. sort of players who... 
who aren't exactly sort of legends who've been here for like 10 years, 15 But they've years. all got stories to tell and they've, they've all, all got, got, all got an affinity to the club, which is what we say. It, like, spe- it, I, I, speak very highly. Every, every former player I've spoken to personally always speak incredibly highly of the club and of the, the you know, the fan base and everything like that. So uh, those interviews are really nice and um, yeah, Paul Hall's top man, so go and check that out. I presume they've released another one. We're recording on Monday, so I think they put stuff out on Monday. Yeah. So if there's another one, go and check it out. Uh, be a good listen. I just want to give a shout out to um, Macca's brother, Peter. He listens. And I was having a little chat with him on Twitter the other day just about, I think I said, what game was it? It might have been, I love the game where Macca was just outstanding. Just a rock at the back. I think it was you. Can I just say? Yeah. Him and Monty. That that is a defensive partnership and a half. I wouldn't want to come up against them as nightclub doorman, would you? I mean, they've been brilliant all season. They have, and, and give or take the odds, sort of. And that's why, like, Sutton had a bit of a mare the other day when he was playing centre half. But I think that they've formed the partnership. Yeah, and you can see Manny is a lot when you're a young centre half. Unless you're a top, top, top world class player, you you play alongside someone like Maka. You're going to learn and you're going to improve so fast. And how fast is he improving every game? He's been brilliant. He's doing Cruyff turns now, man. I mean, he's got them from Macca. So our, when we've got that back four of Buxton or Caprice, because Caprice is improving a hell of a lot as well, Buxton or Caprice, Macca, Monte, and Zoom, I wouldn't swap that back four for anyone in, the, in this division or division above, That's to awesome. be honest. And so I was just speaking to Peter, Macca's brother, and I just said, does he ever... like do?" Do you ever does he ever speak about like how well he's played? Does he ever say? And this will come as no surprise. When I, I sort of said, does he ever come in and say played really well today? And they he said every week they ask him, how did you get on? And he just says this, steady lad, steady. That's it. There's a case for him for every game we've played this season. Yeah, every single game, man of the match. Man of the match. Yeah, every single game. Yeah. He got it on Saturday, yeah, didn't yeah. he, again? He's just... I mean, he wasn't, but... No, no, Cole should have got it. Norwood and Macca got them, didn't he, from the announced, and it was... The sponsors basically just want a drinking partner, don't they? Well, They're I think... The best drinking partner, cl- they think. They've clearly had a few drinks themselves. Judging so... by, can we discuss the return of the get the ball in the bin challenge at halftime on Saturday for some reason? Yeah. I remember they did that a few years ago, and I was famously said... Eat your heart out, Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> We've got chip the football into the bin and try not to slip over. But that, that was a brand new clean B&M waste bin. This bin on Saturday was a bin we use because it was filthy. <laughs> and then the people doing it, what do your stag do? Because one of them had Two like... Stag dudes, one apparently. of them looked like a Henley regatta jacket on and shorts. Yeah. It was three degrees on Saturday. Yeah, yeah I'm not cold. talking about the 70s disco act. It was bloody freezing. And all anyone's hoping for is slip over, slip over, slip over, slip over, slip over, and no one did, so it's a shame. Yeah. And nobody got it in the bin. It yeah. Waste of time. Waste of, waste of my time, waste of your time, waste of everyone else's time. Yeah. And poor little John had to wheel that bin all the way down. About time he earned his money, innit? <laughs> Shall we do the Golden Balls draw? Right, Golden Balls draw. This is, so let's be honest, it's what, what you've all skipped through the podcast for quickly. <laughs> um, the this prize is... is well, it's, it's two, two places? It's quite a prize. It is... Um, Looks at Rabor, a young man by the name of Brad. I don't know if he wants his name given away for all I the hate he mail he'll get. Oh, too late. And he's done a competition where anyone who's bought a product from him in the last couple of weeks, I believe, has been entered into this. Or oh, was it a weekend he did it? 
if you if you're in, you're in, you know. And so the prize is you'll join him and his pals as one of the sponsors for the Cambridge game on Saturday the eighth of December. They've got the full match day package. Does that mean you get on the pitch before the game? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. So you get premium seating in the main stand, the three-course meal, pre-kickoff centre circle photo with the team captains. You get the meet and greet after man of the match, loads more. And the prize value per person, that is over £100 each. So you'll get that. And then you get a goodie bag of all yeah, of yeah a swag bag basically full of looks at Rebor gear you'll get which, this hat that we're gonna no that's my hat now. I'm keeping that I've got knits and I've already no, wore it a, a replica oh yeah fair dues yeah I'll sign the replica hat for you as well <laughs> so it's a great prize and we have got he very kindly dropped off before the podcast at my abode not only four cans of red stripe for me and Paul and Jake who's not here sadly rest in peace Jake Keo. Um are we, are we going to mention that he's fired we may as well. Jake Keogh, you're out of here, son. Paul Harper is going to pick out a name. So any, it's anyone who bought a T-shirt. It's all anyone who bought a T-shirt from the Looks at Rebor website. Check them out, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Looks at Rebor. Me and Paul have got several items of their stuff. I've got four of his T-shirts. Paul's got one. You could, you could hear the nice. rustle then. There's, I'll put my mic in. That's, that's all the names. I think there's over... About 70, 80 names. The ne- okay, what have you got? 17. Number 17. What's What does that mean? That is, number 17 would be the name of Mr. Tom Williams. Tom Williams. Didn't we have a youth team player called Tom Williams? And yeah, one of my yeah, best yeah. friends is called Tom Williams. Big tall centre-half. Yeah. Presumably it's not him. Uh, it's a very common name. Also. So, Tom Williams. Um. Well done. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, obviously, we'll obviously pass your name back on to Brad and he'll get in touch I presume well I'm not going to so. and so you're going to the Cambridge game on the 8th of December with him free meal not free drinks unfortunately but they do have really no you have to buy you, pay, you pay 500 quid and you don't get in fact he should bevies. be buying Brad a bevy there they do beer and Moretti on draft they do yeah yeah don't do cans of red straight but that's a shame but yeah so we'll pass you on Tom Williams and you are the winner of the Golden Balls Looks at Rebore competition. Go to um, Looks at Rebore on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Paul, how many t-shirts have you got of his? Three. Three. I've got four. And he did a special hoodie for me last week that he came. And he drops it off to your house as well. If you, yeah, obviously, if you're, lo- if you're local like we all are in Birkenhead, Pret and Oxton, the Woody, he'll come and drop your goods off. We should say that he also posted the... T-shirt to our competition winner from oh, last time. Oh, did he? Paid the postage. Um, I need to sort him. Uh, I need to sort him a drink there. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, he sort us. Why don't we give yeah. him back these two red stripes we haven't drank? <laughs> um, yeah. So we're, our competition winner was in Sweden or Norway. Oh, bloody hell. Somewhere in Scandinavia. I can't remember. Sorry, Ola. Um, but he posted, he tweeted a nice little photo of his, uh, of his new T-shirt. So, yeah. All good. Thanks, uh, thanks for the... Uh, Thanks for the red for the stripe. Prize. Yeah. And and thanks then, for the beers, yeah. Yeah, do you know what? We'll, down a treat. we'll probably maybe... We'll, I think we should do a Christmas special, yeah. And we'll get him in. Yeah. Like when we... Um, I'll get this cherry aid and the party hats in and everything. We'll have a little Christmas party in here. Yeah. Maybe Definitely. get... Any, I'm trying to think what players live locally. Luke Pillion. <laughs> uh, yeah, he lives yeah. on Gorsefield yeah. Road, doesn't he? Have I just given his address away? Oh, No. <laughs> Go and egg his house for Halloween. Mizzy night. 
It's Mizzy Night tomorrow. Anyone want to go out on Mizzy Night and cause murder around here, get in touch with me on Twitter at Matt Hibbert. Wednesday. No, that's Halloween. Mizzy Night's the night before Halloween. What's Mizzy Night? Oh, 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 oh. That's because you didn't grow up around there, did you? No. Mizzy Night is Mischief Night. Uh, the night okay. before Halloween where youngsters, Paul, or people like me, who still have the <laughs> mental age of oh, a youngster, yeah. just go around causing completely family-friendly Innocent, clean frolics around the area. And everyone goes, oh, oh, what a jolly jape you're getting up to. Egging my car, egging me, setting people on fire. Um, Just harmless. Best not come around near my house. I know. I do know where you live. (laughs) You do? Right by the Joey's. The school, not the social club. (laughs) Thanks for giving that away to everyone. Oh, by the way, um, I went to Woodchurch Primary School, so every time I say St. Joseph's Primary, it's like Bolton or Exxon or Chester. We don't get on with them, do we? Woody Road Primary School heads. I have no idea. What church do we die? What church yeah. Road Primary and what church high school? Very good. Alumni. <laughs> Birkenhead Sixth Form as well. Let's carry that on. And JMU. What a career path I've had there. <laughs> Woody Road Primary, Woody High School, Birkenhead Sixth Form and JMU. Where did it all go wrong? What church Road Primary. <laughs> and carried on down from there. What a great episode. Oh, second half starting. Yeah. We'll, uh, we're we're going to end. Let's wrap this so, up. So um, follow us on Twitter at this is Tramier. If you want to send us any thoughts whatsoever, anything Tramier related, whether it's uh, you know a nice message about even joining the podcast, give us uh, some slaters if you want. Uh, no, that's your tweet, Paul Harper for the at abuse. Paul Harper Jake Keogh, actually the scumbag. <laughs> Jake Keogh with two H's. Um, I was yeah, going to get him we, that third H for Christmas. Yeah, we're going we're to we're gonna attempt to get some uh, interviews with some uh, personalities. We'll show that them trip to the moon, jokers who's boss, Paul. Yeah, indeed. So we've got uh, we've got a couple. Let's plant some evidence on them. A, like we got a couple lined up. So hopefully, I know I said this last time, but it's been so busy. Uh, hopefully by the time we record the next one there will have been a couple of specials in between let's plant some evidence on the trip to the moon people like the Manitowoc County Police did to Stephen well, Avery got a lot of background let's get a bro- all we need is a blo- bit of blood <laughs> have you watched Making a Murderer not yet no oh I'll tell you what have you watched the first one no oh you've got all 20 ep- oh I'm so jealous Paul next podcast you've got a month's time now oh, you've got, got to watch, watch all, all of them, them. yeah you, no, you'll watch one and be like, <gasps> Oh my god! And then you'll go through the whole thing. I'm so jealous that you've got both series to watch. Yeah, it's, it's something that has been on my list, but I've never, I've not got around to it. Yet. Right, let go and do it now. The second half, son. It's what? What? Even Spear the score? City. I have no idea. I'll check, Paul. But um, the pitches, folks. Anyway, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Got an NFL logo on it. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. One nil, uh, Man we'll City. We'll be back next month, yep. November. For the uh, November issue, obviously. Yep. November um, so to yeah, remember. Che- cheers for tuning in. Yep. And, um, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter. At PullArper82. At This Is Tramia. At Jake Keo Double H to go get a grip. You bloody. You hadn't even been to a game this month, he said as well. Other commitments. Other commitments. Yeah, the Birchwoods. The only commitments I want to know is the bloody film in the 80s about the Irish people. Uh, this is Tramit at yahoo.com as well if you want to send us an email yeah but the main yeah, one thank you very much Twitter at this is Tramit yeah. at Matt Hibbert at Paul Harper 82 hope you enjoyed it long may this season continue as we are yeah. we're in the playoffs we're playing good football James Norwood scoring goals 
Sutton's got to go. Sutton's got to go. Sue Wyoming. Sue Wyoming.